Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And we are here primarily for you. We're bringing you more information that you can use to increase the quality of your life, the health of your life, and maybe just living a little bit longer, but in a very healthy condition. No one likes to live longer when you're feeling pretty bad. Maybe you've got severe arthritis or heart disease, and things are just bad. Some people just say it's not worth the living. But we want you to know that you can change all that if there is not too much damage done already. Sometimes we do a lot of damage before we wake up. But we can always wake up and start again. And the body is very forgiving. We may spend decades of abuse. And if we make enough changes, changing the diet, changing the type of food that we are eating, including some exercise, getting a good night's sleep, all those things can change our health in a matter of months. Now, many of you have followed me for a long time. And I always talk about the right diet the right amount of exercise, and what you can do to improve the quality of your life. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure you are, you probably have all jumped on the keto diet bandwagon, and you have drastically changed the type of food you're eating. You're probably exercising an hour every day. You're probably getting eight to nine hours of sleep every night. You've added supplements to your diet to make sure that you're getting enough nutrients that your food may not supply. And you may have included olive oil because it is one of the super, super foods available to make changes that are quite unbelievable. And maybe you're drinking wine. Well, some people probably haven't heard all I've said about changing the diet, changing the type of food you're eating, exercising, and they probably have just heard drink more olive oil and drink wine. And maybe some people have just heard drink wine to be healthier. Well, there's a little bit of truth in that. Because wine is a very healthy food. It's the liquid of the grapes. And red wine especially. It contains all of the grape. Including skin and seeds. But I recommend for men. Two six ounce glasses of wine a day. Or less. And women one. But maybe you've just heard, oh, he likes wine. And so you bring it up to four or five glasses of wine a day. Or maybe you don't drink wine all week, but then you drink a bottle or two on the weekend. 
everything in moderation, including moderation. But you can make tremendous changes in your life. There is no hopeless cases. And if you, if you feel hopeless, that is just putting a downer on your ability to recover to a better level of health. You're not too old. You're not too out of shape. You're not too overweight to begin a health journey that will absolutely change your life. You can change. But you can't stay on the same diet that you have been following that has gotten you overweight, maybe obese, and in all the bad shape you are in. You have to make some wholesale changes, drastic changes. They're not drastic for some people. I completely follow the ketogenic diet. I exercise every week. I get eight to nine hours of sleep every night. I feel fantastic. So we can make huge changes. Don't give up. Nothing's impossible. You can make changes. But they have to be completely changed from where you are now. You can't keep doing the same things over and over again and expect different results. Some people say that is the example of insanity. You've got to make changes. Change that diet. Change the level of exercise. Don't spend your time on the couch eating potato chips and watching soap operas. You've got to do something different. So I'm going to encourage you, as long as you stay with me, I'll stay with you. And I'll encourage you every week to make changes. It's up to you. It's all a matter of choice. I can't choose anything for you. I can give you some ideas of choices, but you have the freedom to do what you want to do. Unfortunately, the freedom you've had in the past has led you into maybe not a very good condition. But you can change that. So wherever you are in life and you're not happy, then we can make changes. So today, we have a whole lineup of topics to talk about. In fact, we're going to talk about your dog today. I have a beautiful Australian Shepherd. Her name is Bella. And she's just the sweetest little girl you could find anywhere. And she does not have anxiety. And that's what I want to talk about today. Is how to relieve anxiety in your pet. Dog in particular. We're talking about sodium fluoride a toxic chemical that's added to city tap water. And I believe there's not a state 
in the United States that does not use sodium fluoride. I could be wrong, and if you know a state that does not use sodium fluoride, let me know. But I'm pretty confident that it's pretty widespread. And sodium fluoride is a toxic chemical. And is one of the reasons that many people suffer from low thyroid, underactive thyroid. We'll talk about mislabeled melatonin. I love melatonin. I take 20 milligrams before I go to bed at night. I sleep so sound, so deep, so dreamy that I don't want to wake up in the morning. Oh, this is so good. But, well, when the clock says so, it's time to get up. But it is really a deep, wonderful sleep. We'll talk about sexual support for women. No, guys, not you. Maybe someday we'll have a topic where we'll help help the men have a better sexual support. How to relieve libido. How to improve libido. How to improve an erection. You know that it's high as 50% of men between the ages of 30 and 70 cannot have an erection. The age is going down lower and lower all the time. And we're talking about how to reduce the side effects of cancer treatments, chemotherapy, by using curcumin. And we're talking about the herb of the day. That herb is called milk thistle. So I have more. No sense telling you what's coming. I probably won't get through all of them anyway. Because I like to give you a full description of the topics to make sure you have all the information you need in order to make those changes. What causes stress on your dog? Well, let me tell you some of the stress conditions that drive your dog up the wall. Riding in the car. Oh, Bella loves to ride in the car. She gets two car rides a day. About an hour each time. She's got her head hanging out the window. She's looking at everything. And she is so, it's unbelievable. When I'm driving, she's lying, sometimes she's lying down, curled up on the front seat. I have her harnessed in. And when I put the blinker on, she perks up and stands up to see where we're going to go. Or if I just don't even turn on the blinker and I just turn to go through a roundabout, which I should still signal, she gets up because she feels the car is changing and she wants to see where she's going. Unbelievable. She loves to ride in the car. Fireworks. And thunderstorms cause all kinds of anxiety for dogs. 
going to the groomer, being groomed, being with somebody they don't really know, going to the vet. They just don't like somebody else handling them or poking them, pinching them, all in good nature. And they also don't like to be left alone in the house. They have separation anxiety. Or staying at the kennel, boarding. Or having a guest in the home. Or someone who comes to the door. Or a workman who wants to do something in the house. They just don't like their territory disturbed. And here are some of the signs of an anxious dog. Excessive panting. Yawning. Pacing. Hiding. Barking. Destructive behavior. And urinating or defecating in the house. All of these are associated with anxiety of your pet. So how can you reduce your dog's stress? Well, one is exercise. Just make sure you get outside with your dog often enough to go for a long walk. Just like humans. The cortisol which is a hormone produced by the adrenal glands, those cortisol levels increase. There's higher levels of cortisol, more production of the cortisol. When a dog experiences stress, same in a human. And exercise helps reduce the cortisol levels. Don't you always feel good after 30 or 60 minutes of a brisk walk, or working out, or biking. Just 30 to 60 minutes for your dog at a brisk pace, or playing ball, or throwing the frisbee. All that exercise lowers the cortisol. And cortisol is a destructive hormone. When it's in natural levels, it's fine. And it's, it's needed. But it always goes up very high under stress levels. And it may be especially helpful for dogs with separation anxiety. Everybody leaves. What's wrong with me? Why, why can't I go along? And then there's a very, very special herb for dogs. Now you may have heard of Echinacea and Gustafolia. A lot of people use Echinacea in the wintertime. It's good for reducing cold and flu. And just as effective if you get a good one. Now, not, this is not true. All herbs are not exactly the same. But if you find the right herb of Echinacea, 
It's as effective as Tamiflu. But that's for colon flu. But you know, drugs are one molecule. Just one little simple molecule. Because when they develop a drug, there has to be so much research behind that drug, not only for what it does, but to prove the efficacy and the safety of that drug. And it has been estimated that it takes 10 years from the beginning of the drug research to when it is sold as a drug prescription drug. 10 years at a cost of about a billion and a half dollars. But now all plants contain hundreds if not thousands of molecules and different compounds. Now when you use echinacea for cold and flu, that's based on the polysaccharides, sugar molecules that are found in echinacea. But when you use it for anxiety, there are compounds in echinacea that are extracted out of the plant that are called the alchemides. These are plant compounds that trigger receptors in the brain associated with calmness. In studies, animals that received the echinacea based on the alchemides were calmer and were able to ignore events that would normally induce stressful behavior. It works quickly. Sometimes the effects can be within 30 minutes. And no significant side effects or adverse events. Now the dosage, when you take it for cold and flu, and it's based on the polysaccharides, you take maybe 250 to 500 milligrams several times a day. But when you're taking the compounds called alkamides that come from the same plant, you only need 20 to 40 milligrams before a stressful event. Or if you have ongoing anxiety, where the dog never calms down, you can use it daily. You don't have to wait for a stressful event. Sometimes their day, the dog's day, is a stressful event. So you can use it ongoing with no side effects and no change of metabolic function or chemistry. So calm your dog down naturally. Don't drug them. Now sodium fluoride. I live in the Green Bay, Wisconsin market. And fluoride was added to city water back around the 1950s. So about 75 years of use of sodium fluoride. It's a toxic chemical. It has many side effects. It's not safe. And the effects of fluoride, sodium fluoride, has an effect on brain development. 
Previous studies have assessed brain development in children born to mothers who lived in towns and cities with fluoridated water. That means they've added fluorides to the water. This whole reason for fluoridating the water was on the fact that they discovered by some flawed research that it would prevent cavities and would improve the quality of teeth. But fluoride is a toxic chemical. There's better ways to ensure healthy teeth. Now in towns and cities with this fluoridated water versus children born to women who lived in areas with non-fluoridated water. Now when I asked what state in the United States does not use sodium fluoride, I think, I think, I may be wrong, but I think all states, maybe not all towns and cities, but all states, subscribe to adding sodium fluoride. Actually, sodium fluoride was a byproduct of the manufacturing of aluminum. And they were dumping the byproduct into creeks and streams and lakes. And the manufacturers were penalized for dumping this toxic chemical into our waterways. So these very smart companies did research to prove that it would help improve the quality of our teeth. So now they are paid to dump it into our city water. It's a very toxic chemical. And one of the reasons for causing cancer. So researchers collected data from over 500 mother child pairs, the mother and the child. Children were between the ages of three and four when they went underwent neurological testing. And the result, a one milligram increase in fluoridated water or fluoride levels in pregnancy was associated in male children with the IQ levels almost five points lower Previous research has indicated that males may be more sensitive to environmental toxins than females. And fluoride can cross the placenta. And laboratory studies have shown it accumulates in areas of the brain associated with learning and memory. Not a good reason to drink fluoridated water. My family has been drinking mineral water, bottled water, for close to 50 years. I have never drank tap water in that period of time.
You know, I'm not a real fan, fan rather, of gummies. Why would we want to take a sugar-laden gummy for our health? Gummies are like candy. People love it because they're sweet. And they think they're getting a treat. But here's some research on gummies. The researchers purchased 25 different melatonin gummy products from various retail stores and on the internet. 25 different melatonin products, all gummies. 22 of the products, 88%, did not contain the amount of melatonin claimed on the label. One had no detectable melatonin. One had over three times as much melatonin as claimed. Well, how do you find a reputable melatonin product or any type of supplement? Many supplements are adulterated. They are, they are actually spiked with drugs because your drugs are very powerful but major side effects. But they are put into supplements for the user to get phenomenal results in a day or two. But it's not the supplement that's doing it, it's the drug that's doing it. And you're going to have side effects from the drugs. So you have to be very careful what you purchase. So the best thing is to go to an independent health food store for guidance. They are very, very open to very excellent products on their shelf. They don't stock junk. And talk to the store clerk or the owner of the store. Ask questions. You can't ask questions online. So you just don't know what you're buying. Like grapeseed extract is the most adulterated supplement in the world. As well as melatonin. Boswellia. They are tainted and adulterated so that they can lower the price and have more people think they're getting a bargain. But they're not getting a bargain. They're getting junk. So I have to pause here, my friends. I'll be back in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. We've got a lot more coming up right here on Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally. And welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally. We're back here with Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here to the top of the hour with lots more information coming up your way. We're going to be talking about sexual support for women. We'll be talking about reducing the side effects of cancer. As cancer is treated, cancer actually 
is a very serious condition treated by harsh drugs. But there are ways to reduce that side effect of those cancer drugs. We have a lot more coming up for you. So stay right where you are. We will share all this information with you right here. So let's talk about sexual support for women. What product do you think? It's an herb. It's sometimes called Indian ginseng. Because in India, they don't plant ginseng. It doesn't grow wild. It's not a species found in India. But there is an herb that is very well known in India that has many wonderful, fantastic properties to improve our health. One of my favorite herbs. And that is ashwagandha. A-S-H-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. Ashwagandha. Most common issue associated with decreased sexual desire and satisfaction is stress. Stress kills the desire. Stress causes chemical imbalances in the body to have sexual satisfaction. Higher stress levels, as we mentioned with pets, for men and women, but we're talking mostly of women here, higher stress levels are linked to higher cortisol levels. When cortisol goes up, it causes all kinds of imbalances in our hormones in the body. And increased cortisol levels have been linked to reduced levels of sexual satisfaction in women. So you can get cortisol in, in, in the right level in the body, get it in check, in balance, with ashwagandha. In a study of stressed adults, taking ashwagandha, cortisol levels were reduced by 23%. That's an excellent reduction. And in otherwise healthy women experiencing sexual dysfunction and reduced libido, Ashwagandha increased overall sexual health by almost 20% and sexual arousal especially by 30%. Ashwagandha is very unique. It has a tremendous benefit. But there's some things you should know about ashwagandha. All ashwagandha except one that I was able to find in the marketplace 
are all extracted with milk. They soak ashwagandha roots in milk. They discard the milk, dry the root, powder it, encapsulate it. It's not standardized. So it typically contains about 2%, maybe, maybe up to 5% of the key compounds that are found in ashwagandha. They are called with lenolides. But the most recent research has used higher standardization, not with milk, but with water and alcohol, and that has been able to find a standardization as high as 35%. It's a natural ganda that is seven times more powerful than typical ashwagandha. I would suggest taking about 150 milligrams of ashwagandha one to three times daily. It has no known side effects. And you'll see the effects in a couple of weeks. Not overnight. Sometimes herbs take time. And there are no side effects, no significant adverse effects. Or actually, a good combination that really supports women's health sexually is to combine ashwagandha with 300 milligrams of red ginseng plus maca, rhodiola, and zinc for a very satisfying sexual support formula. Reducing the side effects of cancer. Not of the cancer itself, but of the treatment. Treatments are very harsh. Many deaths of cancer patients are due to the chemical drugs used to treat the cancer. They have to be monitored very closely. It's a really difficult choice to make. But many herbal products can be safely used with chemotherapy without causing any counterindications or side effects. And actually, the herbal extracts make the cancer therapy more effective at a lesser dose and less toxic to the liver and the brain. Now here's the case. Reducing radiation dermatitis. Over 95% of patients treated with radiation therapy for cancer 
will experience skin damage on and around the treated area called radiation dermatitis or burns produced by radiation. Red, itchy, peeling skin, or even ulceration of the skin. Repeated radiation treatment can even cause a new case of cancer of the skin, skin cancer. Several published studies have tested the ability of curcumin to prevent radiation dermatitis. In a 2013 study, 28% of women taking curcumin orally developed skin damage versus 87% of women in the placebo group when undergoing breast cancer treatment. So in those women that were not protected by curcumin, they found they had 87% of those women suffering from skin damage when being treated for breast cancer treatment. But if they're taking curcumin, only 28%. And in a study of women with cervical cancer, treated with both chemotherapy and radiation therapy, 40% of curcumin group experienced radiation dermatitis versus as much as 67% of the placebo group. Curcumin protects against the radiation therapy. In another study, in a 60-day study of cancer patients receiving radiation therapy, twice as many patients in the placebo group developed dermatitis versus the patient also receiving curcumin. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard about curcumin. It has been used in India for over 5,000 years. Indians use it every day of their life as medicine, as food, and in a way as good luck. It is a part of their culture. They hang it in their kitchen. They give it to the bridal couple, as good fortune, good luck, good health. They baptize their children with it. It's one of the first medicines ever used on children. And curcumin is the medicine of turmeric. Turmeric is a spice. I use it every day on my food. I marinate my steaks with chili powder, curcumin, curry powder, turmeric, salt, and let it, mar let it marinate for an hour before I cook it. It's delicious. But turmeric is a spice. 
It only contains about 2 to 4% curcumin. And from all the studies done around the world, curcumin is the major medicine that's extracted from the plant turmeric. But now all curcumin is very difficult to be absorbed systemically. When you eat it, for the most part, it stays in the intestinal tract. It's not absorbed out of the intestinal tract, through the lining of the intestinal tract, into the bloodstream, so that it can circulate and have a healthy effect on all the cells in the body. So the research now is concentrated on how do we absorb more effectively as much as possible the curcumin that is ingested. So people are trying to use all kinds of things. But one of the most effective combinations for increasing the absorption by a powerful effect of 700%, seven times. And that is by mixing curcumin with one of its other ingredients called turmeric essential oil. The turmeric essential oil bound to curcumin is a very safe and effective way to ensure absorption. Much, much more effective than without the turmeric essential oil. And it is very pure. I've had people ask me, I read an article about turmeric and it contains oxalic acid. My doctor does not want me to have oxalic acid in my diet. But curcumin is purified. It doesn't contain any of the oxalic acid. Only in the turmeric. And that causes side effects. Curcumin has no significant adverse effects and had not been shown to interfere with any effectiveness of radiation therapy. It is very, very safe, non-toxic, does not interfere with radiation therapy, but prevents skin damage. So how much would you use well, based on the studies, up to 750 milligrams of what is called enhanced absorption curcumin daily. And in some cases, two or three times that, depending on the individual and the level of radiation and how long the radiation is applied. You can't take too much. Oh, if you took too much, you might get diarrhea. That might be good for some people. But it does not cause any toxic effects to the liver, to the brain, or any organ in the body. Very, very safe. For many years, as natural alternative herbal medicines were used in Europe. They were studied 
very well researched. They had to be standardized. They were registered with the medical societies in Europe. And one that was has been used for probably 40 or 50 years in Europe. And that is milk thistle. Milk thistle is known as Sillivum Marianum. That is the species name. Sillivum Marianum. Milk thistle is a plant that grows everywhere. It's a thistle. The leaves are a little prickly. And at the very top is a beautiful purple flower. It has been used for thousands of years to cure liver dysfunction. In human clinical trials of patients with liver disease, treatment with milk thistle reduced elevated liver enzymes by up to much as 30%. And in many cases, returning liver enzymes to normal values. Milk thistle has been shown positive results for patients with chronic hepatitis, acute viral hepatitis, alcoholic hepatitis, and liver cirrhosis. So how do you keep your liver healthy with milk thistle? Well, if I were going to work and make a protocol for someone that wanted to improve the health of their liver and improve, and improve the structure and function of the liver, I would probably put together 100 milligrams of milk thistle standardized for its key compound called silibin. S-I-L-Y-B-I-N. S-I-L-Y-B-I-N. Silibin. Silibin is the key compound that's found in milk thistle. I would add that to 200 milligrams of andrographis and 100 milligrams of OPCs from French grapeseed extract. This combination could be used several times a day to ensure that you have a healthy, functioning liver. The liver is a unique organ. It has over 300 different metabolic functions in the body. You can actually cut away three-quarters of the liver and the liver will regrow back to its original shape and size. The liver is our detoxifying organ. It takes care of all the chemicals, pesticides, garbage, spent hormones, and detoxifies our body and reduces the stress on the liver.
How about four unusual signs of high blood sugar levels? Something that maybe you aren't watching for. But maybe you have a very high blood sugar level and you don't know it. Well, here are four signs. Unusual signs, I should say. Because not too many people recognize these signs to be associated with high blood sugar levels, which might be very high. So let me go through these four unusual signs that maybe you can evaluate your own blood sugar level. Feet are always cold. Diabetes increases the risk of circulation problems. Reducing the blood supply to the extremities so the feet always are cold. No matter how warm the house is or how wherever you are, cold feet, cold hands. Reoccurrent yeast, bladder, and skin infections. High blood sugar levels weakens the immune system. And too much sugar in the bloodstream interferes with the ability of the white blood cells to move through the body to fight infections. Someone always has a bladder infection, always kidney infection, upper respiratory tract infection. It's all based on high blood sugar. Sugar is a toxic element. There is no value of ever consuming sugar in any form. Itchy hands and feet. High blood sugar levels damage nerve fibers. Especially in the hands and feet, which can then cause burning, numbing, and tingling, itching of the extremities. Dry mouth. High blood sugars, high blood sugar decreases the flow of saliva. And lack of saliva increases the risk of tooth decay and gum disease. So watch for these signs. Are these signs that you may be troubled with? That you may have a problem with? Well, by just a little bit of watching your body chemistry and noting some of these four unusual signs can give you a clue. Remember, feet are always cold. Any kind of skin infection, bladder infection, yeast infection, all these infections are more commonly caused when the blood sugar level is high. If you're always getting a cold and flu, you're always getting an upper respiratory tract infection, kidney infection, bladder infection, lower your blood sugar 
and if you have itchy hands and feet. These are reasons to suspect a high blood sugar level and dry mouth. Always drinking water. Always dry. If I were to throw in a fifth one, always urinating. You have to go all the time. These are all associated with people that have high blood sugar levels. It actually weakens the immune system. And too much sugar in the bloodstream interferes with the ability of white blood cells to be able to move through the body to fight the infection. So we're at a disadvantage. Sugar interferes with so many metabolic functions. Type 2 diabetes. Heart disease. Obesity, all these conditions and more from eating sugar. There's no reason to eat any type of sugar at all. And with that, my friends, use this information to make yourself healthier. I don't care where you are. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what condition you're trying to resolve. Diet is your number one medicine. It's the number one food medicine. Change your diet. Follow the ketogenic diet or the paleo diet or the Mediterranean diet. At least make some changes. I love the ketogenic diet. And it's a big change. Not everybody can just jump into it. But try to adopt it slowly over time and don't give up. Include some exercise. Include a good night's sleep. There are good natural sleep aids that can help you sleep better, longer. It's like charging your phone, charging a battery, charging your, charging your, charging your game. We need to be charged. And we only do that at night when everything is quiet, dark, and we're sleeping. Our batteries are charged. So with that, my friends, I'm all out of time, but I'll be back here tomorrow, 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. Say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. Only God can save this country. God bless you, my friends, and God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.